Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello, Jeff, Tim, and all listening. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, Summer Edition? Oh, <gasps> we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Summer's here. Can you that believe it? That was a different edition of what is up. Yeah, well, that's the Summer Edition. A limited edition. <laughs> Guys, can you believe the weather's getting warmer? Right. And this coming Thursday, we're going to be doing a summer kickoff live stream. Oh, yeah. Summer doesn't start officially until we have kicked it off live <laughs> on the internet. And that's sort of like an episode of our show, but it'll be live with engagement from you, the listener, <laughs> in the Twitch chat. It's kind of interactive. So if you want to customize your own experience, you can turn the brightness up or down on your computer monitor, oh, you yeah. know? If it's a little too quiet, you can crank it up. <laughs> if you don't or think it's, it's funny, you could watch something else. Like, <laughs> you know, for example, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Check out our socials at The Sloppy Boys for more info on that upcoming live stream and also other fun things. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, yeah, we're having fun on the socials. It's just fun to connect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're having fun with our socials as in our uh, social security numbers, too. We've been kind of throwing those things around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Check those out, too. Sometimes <laughs> I'll bring my social security card to, the, uh, card to the bank and slap it on the windows and be like, does that do anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, I'm getting off on it, man. <laughs> what do you think of that? We should do a blowout, a deep dive into our social security numbers. Yeah, best social. <laughs> yeah, I think, how many digits is it, seven? Uh, n I think, uh, how many digits is that thing? I'm going to say mine out loud, but Jeff, bleep every one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Nine numbers. Now, why can't you Why can't you tell your social security number to anyone? Identity theft. Who wouldn't want to be me? Mm, that's true. That's funny, Tim. I'm 001. I start with 001, and I think uh, it's because it's like a New Hampshire thing. I wonder oh. if you're in the top, if you're in the top right of the country, the colonies, if you start with like an 001, and then as you move west, you start with some later digits in your... Well, you know... New Hampshire was the first state to ratify the Constitution, and that's mm. why you get to have the primaries before everybody else. Mm. So maybe you also have that nice <laughs> choice social security number. Speaking yes. of choice 
numbers. Mine is 420, 420, puff, puff, pass. Oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't say puff, puff, pass. No, it's emojis. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's okay. two cigarette emojis and then uh, that, like, sort of recycling symbol. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> For pass. Yeah. Reuse. Pass it all around. <laughs> yeah, shotgun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is getting hot, by the way, T. I'm glad you mentioned that, because I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do this pod without air conditioning. No. We could use a little uh, room tone in this show. You know, we're talking about a drinking in the back here. <laughs> back in October, I tried to, I couldn't put the uh, air conditioning on, and I was so hot, my shirt was off. I was doing this podcast shirtless. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Looking back. Looking back. And now, I am shirt full. <laughs> Let's get into some bip, 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 bip. Hit it. Wow. Whoa. Was that greasy little weasel? Sounded like it. It sounded like it. It sounded like I was getting a root canal and I had (laughs) our song, Smashing the Plates, cranked. Yes. Well, that was sent to us by Big Cat Music Squad, but they said that it was actually a recording of Satan covering our song, Smashing the Plates. Wow. wow. And they warned us that that track is haunted, uh, cursed. Oh, okay. we should have had a warning. So that stinks. Uh, I feel bad for all the listeners that just had to get a spell placed upon them. Oh, sorry, folks. <laughs> all right. Today's booze news. I got two cool pieces of regional booze news for you. Ooh, Tim, nice. <laughs> and I did some, I was out on the pounding the pavement on these. Um, topic number one, mayor of East Town. Who's watching? You've watched? Never even heard of it. What are you talking about? What the hell? I've heard of that. What is it? You've seen? I've heard, heard. Um, it is the HBO series starring Kate Winslet. It's yeah. it's sort of like a true detective without the hocus pocus, but it's a small uh, town detective y show. What if I like the hocus pocus? Well, then it's not the show for you. Um, she, uh, but I've been, I just caught, it's news to me because I caught up. There's two episodes left in the, in the season as we stand right now, but I just binged them. Nice. And um, it's set in rural Pennsylvania outside ah. of Philadelphia. So, you know, everyone's doing the Bam Margera accent. Yeah. Love it. Saying, Delco. No. <laughs> But here, what's funny, I was watching, so, so rural Pennsylvania, there's a lot of drinking in the show. There's two prominent drinks. Guess what they are? Miller Light. <laughs> Is it a beer? Are they alcoholic? They're beers, yes. Fuck. Uh, they're both beers? Well, I turned on the show thinking, I hope MGD. I did. Uh, it was you said Miller before, and then that they're both beers. MGD. <laughs> That's <laughs> one for sure. Okay, so I hit play on the show, thinking I hope I see some Yinglings in this show, right. and, <laughs> and and I got them. Oh, there's Yinglings all over the place. But I was gonna guess Yingling, but I didn't want to guess wrong and get roasted online. <laughs> we wouldn't roast you in booze news. It's an open forum. But here's the thing: a lot of side characters are drinking Yingling, and the kind of uh, labels are turned away. But mm. Mayor 
herself, Kate Winslet, she is always, always drinking Rolling Rock. And Rolling oh. Rock is more featured than Yingling. And Interesting. Uh, did you guys know that that's a Pennsylvania thing? I did know Rolling Rock was Pennsylvania, but I, I associate Yingling more with Philly. Me too. Philadelphia. We got to get Bam Margera on the show to mm. fill yep. us in about this stuff and maybe do some skateboard tricks. That is on our to-do list. We know. We got to check it off. But So I was confused by it and I looked it up and it, here's the thing. Yingling is beloved in Pennsylvania. Rolling Rock was, mm. the, the Latrobe Brewing Company was in Pennsylvania, but in 2005 or something, it moved to Newark, New Jersey. And so I was like, why is she drinking this? Is it that she's... Is she loyal? Is she a stubborn character that used to drink this beer so she sticks to it? Or is it just product placement? Or hmm. a few years ago it came out that Dick Yingling was a big Trumper and they had a lot of backlash. Right. And I was like, oh, is Mayor a Democrat or something like that? Hmm. And and then uh, Dick Yingling did a, a funny thing where he like stepped back from the company and was like, hey, my five lesbian daughters run the company now, so we're liberal oh, yeah. friendly. I remember that. But um, so I went looking around online and I found like an Eater article that was asking all the same questions I asked. And then I found a Ringer article that's, that posits that the other women in the show drink Rolling Rock too. So maybe they're hinting that the women in Easttown have to band together against the men who drink Yingling. Uh, and maybe it's foreshadowing some alliances or something like that. I just don't know yet. But if you're a slophead and you live in Delaware County, give us a ring on our phone and let us know if you think Mayor should be drinking Yingling or if this ring is true for you. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I like these hidden connections. Yeah, the details. There's uh, oh, 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 the devil's in the details. Oh, oh, oh Mike. Oh. <laughs> Two mentions of the devil in this episode. <laughs> Don't make it six. Is this episode 666? Are we up there yet? Oh, no. It's 31, I think. Hey, uh, Rolling Rock, great label. Yeah, Uh, good label. They don't, see, they don't print it out on paper. No, they they, they (laughs) hand paint it on every bottle. (laughs) Take a hint, all you other bottle manufacturers. Get all the top artisans from the Mm -hmm. East Coast design school. Put the little effort. Uh, Yeah, so that's an HBO show. You know what I'm looking forward to, HBO-wise? Succession coming back. Oh, yeah, baby. Ooh, that's a fun one. What do they drink on that show? Uh, champagne, I guess, huh? Yeah, just high-priced whiskey, I guess. Oh, wait. Brian Cox must drink scotch. That would make oh, sense. Oh, yeah. He's probably He's doing... Scotland. What's the, what's, the, what's the highest Johnny Walker? No, that was on uh, True Detective. Oh, yeah. They gave him a bottle of blue Johnny Walker or something <laughs> like that. That was, that was Lone Star, right? was the big one where he was... When, he's, when he was like, me. yeah, doing his deposition, he yeah. went through like a bunch of tall boys. All right, all right, all right. Mike. Okay, and here's my <laughs> other regional drinking discovery. Uh-huh. Duddy, mm-hmm. on last week's show, yes. you were we were talking about the grasshopper, and then later on you told Boing. us about these ice cream grasshoppers, and you casually mentioned that they sprung out of the Wisconsin Supper Club's and I said, oh, yeah, sure, sure, the Wisconsin. Well, I don't know if they sprang out, but that's they <laughs> blew up there because of the thriving dairy industry. The thriving dairy industry. Well, oh. I nodded and I said, oh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. And then afterwards, <laughs> I was looking at these pictures of these giant ice boozy ice creams you have there. And it turns out the Wisconsin supper clubs are a whole thing. Had you heard of them mm. before? 
No, I've heard the phrase Wisconsin Supper Club. I just nodded and <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> just like my beloved New Hampshire Supper Club. Supper clubs. <laughs> yeah, when you're cooking, it is a Supper Club. <laughs> Mike. Come on, man. Give Michael. it to me. <laughs> Give me this one. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. All right. Just this one. All right. Um, so I was looking at these pictures and I was like, what's the deal with these supper clubs? And then I, I watched a PBS special about them. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Basically, <laughs> it's this whole thing, Gary. Ben, uh, <laughs> Benedetti's Supper Club, Buckhorn yeah. Supper Club. They're all these supper clubs. They're these destination restaurants you go to that are like you sit for many hours and you eat yeah. with your family. It's kind of like a steakhouse and it has a big bar and there's live music going on. And it, it sounds like a country club, but more f- focused around food than sport. Yes, it's a high calorie country club. And they start your meal off with a, a relish tray, like a little bucket with a carrot in it and like a, a radish. And I couldn't really tell. You don't have to. I don't know why it's club because you don't have to be a member or anything like that. But uh, you eat steaks and uh, and you have fried fish. And when they showed the fried fish, I was like, oh, in Joe Para Talks With You, he goes out for a fish fry with his grandmother and it's mm. one of these supper clubs. But then in my research, this drink kept coming up. The Brandy Old Fashioned is the official drink of the Wisconsin Supper Club. And a little light went off and I said, we've had a lot of our Patreon subscribers requesting this drink, mm-hmm. the Brandy Old Fashioned. So I messaged one of them, Allison, one of our subscribers who's from uh, uh, Wisconsin. I said, what's the deal with the Supper Clubs? And she's like, oh, it's great. And you could get a Brandy Old Fashioned Sweet or a brandy old fashioned sour, whether you want mm. sour mix or Sprite in there, but it's a beloved staple of supper clubs, and we got to do this drink on the show. Yeah, we haven't good. done just a regular old fashioned yet, have we? No, not yet. Uh. Well, we should do a regular old fashioned, and that episode will bomb, and then the following week we'll say, "Well, we have a brandy old fashioned." <laughs> yes. I, I, can you go to a supper club as just like a single dude, or do you need to have like a big? three generation family go into the supper club for the day. I think you can go as a single dude, but they say like, you're not allowed to be horny. Mm. Mm. They don't want you sniffing around the other families looking for <laughs> daughters of age. <laughs> Do you guys, did you ever, did you call dinner supper growing up? Never, never. No, me neither. I would, I would hear other families do it. And I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Supper to me, I think of like a casserole for some reason. Like yeah. uh, kind of like a Raicho Chai Chief feels like a supper. Well, so maybe you'd love supper. Maybe I don't know, but I, the the words the word is strange. Supper. It's strange. Well, hey, Midwest slopheads, let us know what the good supper club is, and when we go on tour, we want to go eat some steaks and have some brandy old fashioned sweets. Yeah. and if bachelors are welcome, yeah. <laughs> USA bachelor's welcome (laughs) or the bachelor. Like if the main guy from that TV show showed up, is he allowed to eat there? He could bring all the contestants. Yeah, Jake. Wait, did you know his name? (laughs) Jake. uh, What the hell was his name? Jeff that we worked with. Oh, this was fucking 10 years ago. Jake, (laughs) Jake Pavelka, (laughs) Jake Pavelka, 10 seasons ago. (laughs) He's an old man now. I got a little booze news myself. It's more of a, it's more of a review kind of a thing. And it's not, don't worry, we're not doing a nope. movie review. He's oh, not coming yeah. back. Is this Zuby Condorino? <laughs> I can't get Zuby Condorino on the phone anymore. He's, he blew up from this his appearance on this podcast. He's oh, he doesn't answer your calls. <laughs> uh, 
I was uh, recently, yesterday, with a friend of the pod, and is I can name the friend of the pod, Neil Campbell. Oh, geez. Wouldn't that be something? If, uh, we'll get into that later. I'm sure he'll show up later. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Campbell and I went to the Mets game, and we wandered on our, ourselves over to the uh, the uh, Jim Beam Bourbon Bar. They got a little Jim Beam sponsored oh, yeah. Bourbon Bar. Nice. And we got some shots going, and uh, okay. they had some cocktails and things. <laughs> All right. And we got ourselves a shot of Jim Beam. Is it Beam or Bean? Beam. M. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I was like, but the word bean is bean. We got ourselves a shot of Jim Beam fire. And I'm thinking ah. to myself, here we go. What is this? And I'm in- it's not as good as fireball, but essentially the same thing. You cannot taste uh, the a drop of liquor at all. But I do like fireball better. More of a spice to the fireball. Yeah. Then we got into, uh, we did a shot of Jim Beam vanilla. And that was great. As well, it was just oh. candy basically, but you could you could taste the whiskey, but also the vanilla is right there. So that's my mini review on those two. Yeah, that's funny. I feel like I see a ton of variations of Jack Daniels, not a ton of Jim Beam. Well, you got to get to the Bourbon Bar over at City Field. Yeah, let's <laughs> go see a baseball game. Yeah, and you know the Mets won seven to one, so that's fun. This just gave me an idea for a comedy character, Mister Beam. You know, he's like a British guy. Where's my? And he like can't pack his suitcase. He's trying to pack his whiskey, and he has to pour some of the whiskey out. You know, it's funny. People sometimes say, "Oh, why don't you have guests on the show?" Well, we have had Mr. Bean on the show, and he just didn't say anything, so we didn't. We didn't promote it at all. Yeah, and after that, we had Silent Bob on. And Teller, fucking Charlie Chaplin. Okay. <laughs> oh, I wish we had Chaplin on. He would just make Ooh. me laugh and laugh. Oh, the yeah. little tramp. I'm more of a Keaton guy. Who ended up who ended up being a little scamp. That's true in the end, yeah. All right, we're wrapping it up. Wrap it. Doot 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 Okay. Who's got the drink? I don't have it. I got it today, my friend. Today, today, we are talking about a drink I've heard about a lot. It's one of those ones that just sounds like a cocktail I've never actually had called mm. the Whiskey Sour. You have had? <laughs> yes. I've not had. Tim had, had, Jeff no had. This is a simple, you know, pretty simple backstory on this one. Uh, the recipe itself was first written down in 1862 by the Jerry Thomas Guide, you know, like the bartender's guide. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1862, a long time ago. And now you two will like the backstory here. What is your, what would you say your favorite holiday is? Your favorite holiday is? Christmas. Halloween. National Talk Like a Pirate Day, September 19th. Armatey. Armatey. Well, you'll like this background. So the the whiskey sour originated way back when in the, uh, even before 1862, when people were sailing from Europe to America and back again, and pirates were all over the place. Uh, a lot of people would get scurvy on these ships because of lack of mm. certain nutrition, uh, nutritional needs, and they would put limes and lemons in the water. Well, the water wasn't very good, so they would supplement water with <laughs> liquor. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> like they would, they would take, it was rum at this time usually, but they would take that liquor and pour water into that, so kind of rationing out both, uh, and put the lemons and limes in that. So that was the initial like whiskey sour, and then the 
Sailors brought it to shore and everyone loved it. Wow. They, they put gin and brandy in it. And then eventually, I'm trying to read here. Eventually, oh, so easier to obtain whiskey. And it's sort of Jerry Thomas ultimately refined and published his imbibement, codifying the sour into black and white. Oh. I don't know what that means. Does that just mean like he committed it to record? Yeah. Oh, I get, I get black and white. The page, the page. The, black, the, white, pen and ink. Or, uh, oh, he inked ink it. page. Perfect. You don't get any more uh, old and classic than that, than this drink. We talked about the Jerry Thomas guide in our first mm-hmm. episode about the Tom Collins. And this predates that drink. I think it's like the first cocktail because there were punches and there were grogs. But the idea of like a single serving cocktail is this. Yeah. It was funny. The, 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 I have this written down. Some uh, historians believe that the sour category is a scaled down version of the basic punch. It has elements of one sour, two sweet, three strong, four weak. Wait, say, I'm always, that's a thing that I have, should have memorized and I never do. The sour, sweet, strong, weak. One thing. sour, two sweet, three strong, four weak. So is that? <laughs> four weak? Yeah, well, I, I that's guess just that like just soda like, water or something. Oh, it's like the Beatles song, four days a week. Kidding, kidding, <laughs> kidding. That's a thing that I've noticed as we've mixed up these drinks and as I sort of, um, you know, more freestyle the round three and round mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. I've developed a taste for, ooh, this needs a little more lemon. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. This needs a little more. And like it, about how a lot of these things really are about balancing different flavors. The king of them all is the Trinidad sour where you're adding in these things where you're like, nice these balance. taste insane on their own, but mm-hmm. in balance, th- then you got yourself a nice drink. Yes. Harmony is found in that balance. Harmony. Oh, Harmony Corinne. Um, mm, the cool thing about this drink too is like, this could be a learning moment for us because if you understand this cocktail, <laughs> a lot of times on this show, we're like, you know, that has these ingredients and those have those ingredients, but yeah, we're just yeah. not learning anything. We're just firing <laughs> off. Into, but the whiskey sour, right? It's like, the idea of a, a, a liquor, a sweet thing, and a citrus—that's mm-hmm. the daiquiri. You know, if it's rum, it's a, and, and lime, it's a daiquiri. If it's gin and lime, yep. it's a gimlet. Uh-huh. If it's yep. tequila mm-hmm. and triple sec, it's a margarita. Even like a, right. a simple mai tai, Cuba Libre. Yeah. So it's like the building block of all these other drinks. And if you want to improvise, you could say like, wow. as long as I have a sweet thing, a liquor, and a citrus. I'm in business. <laughs> oh, I have sweet thing. Okay, here's what you how this drink goes. Thank you. This <laughs> is the whiskey sour. We're mixing in one and a half ounces bourbon whiskey. Great. One ounce lemon juice. Fresh. That's a lot. Half ounce sugar syrup, which I came to think of as simple syrup. It's simple syrup. Yeah. And this is the new one. This is the one that makes people go, you got to repeat that for me. Dash <laughs> of egg white. Okay. Yeah, finally. You know, a lot of these cocktails, you can get them, you can make them, but you don't see a lot with the egg white. Uh, Yeah. And this said, it's optional, and I can get into what that all means. Optional, but if used, shake a little harder to foam up that egg white. Okay. uh, Egg white. Now, pour all the ingredients into a cocktail shaker filled with ice. Shake well. Strain into cobbler glass. If served on the rock, strain ingredients into old-fashioned glass filled with ice. Garnish with half an orange slice. Or a ma- and a maraschino chetti, which I do not have. Question for you. Yeah. What is a dash of egg white? <laughs> yeah. That, undashable. Is that, are we talking just a little bit of a blob? Just yeah. Little, you know you know how to get an egg white where you crack it in half and you keep passing the yolk the back, back and, and forth. back and forth thing, yeah. Of course. I think the dash just ends up being the, the stuff that falls out. 
The whole white? That's a lot. No, I, I think it's less. I, I mean, it's undashable. It's not, it's like an ooze. You, you don't dash it. It's, you can't it's dash a blob. Ooze. I, I, just right now, I'm like looking at a bunch of like random recipes. It looks like everyone kind of just does a tablespoon. Okay. Which is like a half ounce. So maybe that's a dash, but it's not like it's bitters or, or Worcestershire or yeah. something where you can just be like. <laughs> it literally drops. Yeah. I, I've had this drink a bunch and, and I love it. I've only had it with the egg whites once or twice and it's it makes it real fancy. But you know what I think of these days? Anytime someone says whiskey sour is Leo in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. Oh, They go to right. Musso and Frank uh, to have the meeting with Al Pacino. Uh-huh. And everybody talks about how Brad has the Bloody Mary with the big celery stock. Mm-hmm. But Leo's got a little teeny cobbler glass or a little uh, old-fashioned glass. I rewatched the movie recently and he then makes himself, when he's getting drunk and memorizing yeah. his lines, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. see he's at his bar and he, he cracks eggs, then he right. gets drunk in his pool. And then the yep. next day- <laughs> The next day he gets mad at himself. He's like, he had seven whiskey yeah. sours. Yeah, seven whiskey sours. That scene is so funny. The I jump know. cuts of him being like, yeah, eight whiskey sours, you couldn't have three or four. And then he, he's like, you're never drinking again. And then he takes a sip from his flask and he's like, oh. And he gets mad and he throws it. And then he's like, I'm blow your fucking head off. <laughs> If you have um, one more drink, it's insane. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but I, uh, so my big post vax, once I had the antibodies, my first big mm-hmm. indoor uh, dining experience, I went to Musso and Frank because they just reopened. And I said, normally I would have a martini, but I said, give me that mm-hmm. Leo whiskey sour. Yeah. And it looked totally different than the one in the movie because that was his prop, <laughs> prop department. But I got to say, they did put the egg in and it was absolutely delicious. And I don't I'll be able to do such a good job myself. But You'll be able nice. to. Nice. You, you guys doing egg tonight? I'm doing egg tonight. Um, Me too. I was at a bar uh, the other day and I heard somebody, overheard somebody order a whiskey sour. And I said, ooh, maybe I'll ask this bartender to make me one. And as I saw him doing it, he, it was just whiskey and like a lemonade out of like a, a bottle. Sour mix. Sour mix, mm. well, which that, is, yeah. I think, how bars usually do it, unless you're at more of a, a fancy bar. Yeah, I think that take fancy bartenders time. frown on the store-bought sour mix because it's fructose corn syrup and it's too, but a lot of, I guess they'll mix it up. You know, it's like lemonade without the water. It's just like, yeah. but I, I think that egg white is a very, is crucial to make this a, a fun little thing. Yeah. The egg white... Which I didn't, I was like, why does, why does this go in here? It's to like foam up the drink and like give it some, some like rich creaminess without putting a, like a milk product in. Like, now, like for a white Russian or something. It's, it's. It's more chickeny than cowy, I guess you could say. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're saying more uh, buck, buck, bagok than moo, moo, moo. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mike. The best way of putting it. When you were saying the method. Did they do a dry shake where you, where you shake it before you put the ice in or did they? I, yeah, I found something about that, a dry shake or a v- reverse dry shake. And I'll just read what I, what I found here. <clears throat> the dry shake is pretty simple. Put all the ingredients except for ice in your shaker, cover tightly and shake with shake like a madman to incorporate <laughs> the egg white and whip it into a nice froth. Then add ice for a second round of shaking to properly chill the drink. And then you just, you know, strain it into your glass. The reverse dry shake is similar, but provides for less dilution. Uh, You put all your ingredients, including ice, but excluding the egg white in your shaker and give it a classically vigorous cocktail shake. Then strain out the ice and add the egg white into the shaker, shaking vigorously to incorporate. Pour your eggy cocktail 
into the cocktail <laughs> glass and observe the tightly knit, smoothly eggy foam. I see. So uh, all the the foam will just be like more at the top in the hmm. reverse dry I'm shape. feeling too la- lazy for either of these. Yeah, I can't do that yeah, second I wanna one. Do, I want to really mix that thing up. I'm going to do the first one where you do ingredients, yeah. shake it up, ice, shake it up, pour it on the rocks. Um, and this thing, are you worried about salmonella at all? Like I was, I wasn't really. And then I read this thing saying like, wash your hands and wash the outside of the hmm. egg and don't like touch the outside Man, of the egg. I don't even your- believe in COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Oh no. My thing is like, it's very likely they'll get salmonella poisoning, but like, I just don't have a lot to live for. And I'm oh. honestly just tired of being around here. Um, <laughs> doing all this just be careful pod uh, every week another pod Ooh, Singapore sling <laughs> get me out of here it says this thing says if you have if you're elderly and those with weak immune systems should avoid the egg egg in the cocktail so you know be careful huh. I don't want you to I don't, we don't want to lose any uh, listeners we don't, do we, we don't qualify as elderly do we what uh, <laughs> wait, we're going on voices. We, this, this is just for the, the whiskey sour, this, uh, recipe, but some people call a whiskey sour with the egg, a Boston sour. Uh, and some people just call it a whiskey sour. Um, so, you know, do they put a little bit of beans in there too? Come on. <laughs> no, but in New York sour, you add a half ounce of red wine on the top is like a floater. Oh, that's, that's a fun. New York sour. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe for my round two, I'll try that. I like floaters of anything because you have to drink through one layer to get to the depths below. R- red yes, wine? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Well, you Jeff, know. I mean, it could be a fine Pinot. <laughs> what about Merlot? Uh, don't tell Paul Giamatti about Merlot. Mm-hmm. Yell at you. Oh, guys, speaking of Paul Giamatti, I thought I saw Stanley Tucci in the park the other day. It wasn't him. <laughs> Very <laughs> This close. guy was a dead ringer. Well, shall we? Yes. yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Folks, we'll be right back. See you soon. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me. I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy. I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what? My two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got It's weighing me down. What am I gonna do? That, of course, is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Listen up, slopheads. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by big-brained Caltech scientists and former smokers. Finally, there's a better, cleaner tobacco alternative that doesn't, well, quite frankly, <laughs> suck. Their gums come in wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. And as for their lozenges, well, those come in cherry ice, citrus, and Mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even in the gym. My uncle Darius Dutton is going to love these. He's a lifelong smoker, but look, you're not going to find a cigarette that tastes like cinnamon or pomegranate. It's a superior taste, folks. And look at the flip side. There's a reason there isn't a cigarette-flavored gum. Make the switch. It's 2021. Get rid of the cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip. Chuck your Sherlock Holmes pipe Watson and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. And you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Sloppy Boys listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code SLOPPY to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum and lozenges. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co. Check it out and make the switch. Talking whiskey sour. <laughs> well, guys, I completely fucked up. I the yolk made it into the 
thing. Yes. Made it in. And then the whole thing fell onto a hot frying pan. Uh, and I made a fried egg and toast. And then I accidentally flipped it with a little bit of bell pepper in there. And <laughs> did your... My egg white kept squirming away from me. Like I'd, right. I, I was trying to get it into a spoon, into a tablespoon, oh. and yep. I would have it like it was there. And then when I tried to lift it, it was all still yeah. one piece. I would go, no, no, no. There's like a membrane that wants to stay together. Yeah. yeah. It definitely all felt like it was like a, you know, a sentient being that was like, mm-hmm. you can't take some of us. You got to take the whole blob. <laughs> it's all or nothing. I did the little yoke back and forth thing over the drink and thinking I'd be like, okay, I can measure it out. And it was just like all the white, just like, loop. it's in there now. I put it in a, in a, um, in a little glass and I was trying to fish out Tim, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. just a good amount. And I was able to coax out enough slime, but I didn't get the big blob. <laughs> but now that slime, is that, is that just like the, the mucus that's around the egg white? Is that just water or is that egg white? <laughs> I think it's all white. I think it's all white. I don't know if you need the blob specifically. Well, because I got the blob, I tried to mash it all up with my spoon ah, and thinking that smart. unblob it. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. it's still, it ended up being a heaping tablespoon. And now I think my drink is too eggy because it looks like, it looks like something an old, an old dimey boxer would, would drink, you know, like when it's just like an <laughs> yeah. egg. Egg shake. Well, I think that's, yeah, I, mine looks the same though. It's just kind of a big. Mine's, uh, yours is a little bit more translucent. I can't see through mine. It's like nog. Yeah. Mine's like nog too. And it also took a little while to coax out of the strainer. I think that's a different, the difference between like, what was it? The, the reverse dry is, would make oh, yeah. more of a foam on the top. I, I didn't do a reverse dry. I did the um, ingredient shake, then the ice shake, which I didn't like, by the way. Un- undoing a shaker with a bunch of egg in it and then resealing it and sh- shaking, I was, my, <laughs> my place is just covered in egg. Me too, because it, it built, uh, the shaking with the egg, it like built up pressure inside and it popped the, the lid off my shaker and mm. I got egg all over the place. Also, listen- Normally, some, on the show, you can hear pleasant clinks, but listen how weird these like frothy egg clinks are. <laughs> no good. Maybe it's all worth it when we take our mm. first sips. I hope it's just simply divine. Here we go. Here we go. Bombs away. Ooh. Mm. Sharp. Very nice. Sharper than I thought. Yeah. After all that foam. Yeah, IBA giving us. I was us, expecting a big old creamer. Because a lot of sour recipes will have an equal amount of the simple syrup to citrus recipe will be equal. But right. they had half as much sugar syrup as citrus. So they wanted to zing us. Yeah. yeah. And, and zing they did. That's the, that's why it's the sour, I guess. Yeah. It's a zippy, zippy egg. <laughs> mm. It uh, took me an extra minute to make it. Because I made my own simple syrup this time. I went to my bottle of store-bought simple syrup, mm-hmm. empty. And so I uh, quickly threw together like two ounces of sugar, two ounces of water, and shook the hell out of it. It was a little runnier than your store-bought mm. syrup, but it's doing me fine. That's a one-to-one. That's a one-to-one. Yeah, this is this is pretty good. I, I, I'm thinking like if this didn't have the egg in it, it would be the the non-richness would be kind of too much. Yeah, it would be a very sour, sour. Mm-hmm. The egg at least turns it into something. I mean, this does feel like I'm at a nice restaurant, like similar to um, even the Trinidad Sour when we sipped it and we were like, wow, now this is like a, a fancy thing at a place yeah. that knows what they're doing. I kind of get that vibe off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did, I did ice and I, maybe I wish I didn't do that. I don't know. 
I mean, that's the beauty of a, a whiskey sour is the, I think I fucked up here. I think I made it too eggy and maybe even put too much mm. lemon. But when you have all the sour ingredients in perfect harmony, you know, when you, you sip it and you're like, I'm not getting strong whiskey. I'm not getting sour. I'm not getting yeah. sweet. I'm just getting a beverage. Yeah. I felt that when we took our gush cocktail class and we had the gimlet, I was like, oh man, this is great. Cause it's just, everything is perfectly balanced. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like if you take a sip of your whiskey sour and the balance and the, and the harmony reminds you of the vocal breakdown in Slophead, oh. our, our song Slophead, oh. You're, you've done something right. That's when you know everything is in perfect harmony. <laughs> now, Jeff, be honest. I've never asked you this. How much auto-tune did you have to use in that portion of that song? I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> Were you shoveling as much auto-tune as you possibly could? <laughs> Crank that lever yeah, to I mean, the We mess. need more auto-tune, man. <laughs> you, you called the company. Your computer was steaming. And like, <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, Dancing on the Wind had way less auto-tune in it the whole album than you'd think. Mm. We all did great. I'm very proud of us. <laughs> Particu well, particularly paid off. album two, I, I was like, I was shocked how little auto-tune we used. But in that section, definitely. Yeah. We're strong on pitch, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I like that. This drink is, uh, it's, you know when you see movies and someone orders a whiskey sour and it's usually like a, more of a gruff person? Uh-huh. Uh, it makes sense drinking this drink and that's, that that's what's happening. Tough guy. Yeah. Sharp little tinge. I think of like a, a, a grizzled, uh, like businessman or a grizzled like lawyer or something. <laughs> a grizzled businessman, like a city, <laughs> like a city boy. <laughs> you know, an, an account executive. A grizzled <laughs> Wall Street executive. <laughs> like a guy who chomps on a cigar. Yeah. I work at Vogue magazine. Um, my trust fund's not doing so hot. <laughs> I run the online content at the Vogue. I got a lot of shares of GameStop. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, the opposite of a grizzled, tough guy is me who just ate my, ate my orange slice, and it was so mm. delicious. This is the best orange I've ever had in my life. And mm. it's just a, it's a GMO sun-kissed navel orange. How did it get so good? Maybe I love genetically engineered foods. Mm. Yeah. Tim, I'm dealing with, over here, I got a... Uh, Pint of strawberries the other day. I've never had strawberries so good from the, the store. <laughs> I ate them down. Were they Driscoll? What were they? I think they were Driscoll, but they <laughs> they came, they must have came from heaven itself. <laughs> you know what I had the other day? If we're if we're talking fruit, if this has yeah, become are. the fruit cast all of a sudden. Yeah, it has. I had a cotton candy grape. What? You know those grapes that taste like cotton candy? No. Oh, I've seen those and I've never eaten one. So the story with them is, you know, they're always monkeying with nature. Mm -hmm. And they stumbled upon this thing like Silly Putty. And they were like, hey, these grapes taste like cotton candy. And now they sell them as cotton candy flavored grapes. Wow. But so what I thought when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they can just make a grape taste like whatever they want. And they picked cotton candy. No, no, no. This is just some <laughs> no, freak correct. thing. And they said, hey. Yeah, they named it after the fact. It was like, oh, it happens. They to named it after the fact. Wow. Hmm. Is it pink? No, they're just normal normal grapes. And they also don't taste perfectly like cotton candy. They just have yeah. a little bit of that. But have you guys heard, heard of um, grapples or graples? Apples that taste like grapes? I've seen that as well. I haven't had Jeez those, Louise. but... Uh, Me neither. Why don't we just stick to making the thing taste like the thing, huh? Let's eat the fruits that the Lord provided us with. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of interesting novelty foods that you bought recently, Jeff... 
we went down to the uh, the the to USC to the California Science Center, saw yes. the space shuttle Endeavor, and you got yourself a little freeze dried ice cream sandwich, didn't you? Like a little <laughs> Astro Man. <laughs> Yeah, I did. So what? You calling me out on the pod? Well, I'm calling you out for your attitude as you're eating it. I'm basically an astro man now. Why doesn't anyone give me the respect of a spacewalker? Because I remember the Boston Museum of Science and getting dehydrated ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. And lo and behold, they had them. They're weird. But where where else do you get these things other than museums? You can't right. get it at Albertsons, <laughs> Ralph's. And uh, my big experiment was I'm going to add water to it and see if it see if it expands into a normal. It's ice rehydrating. Cream. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, like there are those like things that you put in the water where it's like it blows up overnight. You're like, wow, it's a gecko or a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sponge. Yeah, it's like a big a sponge T Rex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I waited for you know definitely a minute and a half. <laughs> Nothing. I had to eat it dehydrated boom, 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 boom. uh there's that funny simpsons where he like bart gets one of those little capsules and he imagines it like grow that growing is like a huge dinosaur that eats lisa <laughs> and he, he sprays water on it just grits a little bigger and goes into the drain um speaking of novelty foods i've got an update for the grasshoppers mm-hmm. the chocolate covered grasshoppers from from the challenge the oh yeah chocolate the challenge. chocolate challenge so I was I texted my uh, neighbor whose vestibule my package was stuck in <laughs> after and finally she got back to me and she says like you know there's a package there for me uh, she's like oh yeah uh, well I, I'm sorry but I opened it uh, like she just didn't you know when a package is there sure. for you, you don't always read it so she opened it and then she was like it was something weird. <laughs> <laughs> she's right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, she's right. But also like, uh, it's my mail. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's your mail. And you were texting her about it for you to open it. I get that mistake, but then like, I don't get like the, yeah, I opened your mail. It's weird. <laughs> Just to get you ready. You don't know what this is going to be. She, she's got to understand that you have a podcast and mm-hmm. your co-host Thinks it's fucking fear factor. Gets to make his <laughs> friends eat bugs. You joke, but fear factor was hosted by Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, the most podcast, the popular podcaster on earth. Oh, so I got us on the right shit. track. Nice. Tim, I've been owned by facts and logic. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, hey, you know what? Um, another pop culture reference to. Whiskey Sours, I remembered, was you remember, uh, during Hemingway Week mm-hmm. here on the pod. Heming Week. I read uh, <laughs> A Movable Feast because it's like a novella, so you could crank it out fast. Sure. And I was talking about how F. Scott Fitzgerald had tuberculosis and didn't tell anyone because he was like mm-hmm. ashamed. Mm-hmm. And back then mm-hmm. it was just like, I'll just ignore it. There's a scene in uh, A Movable Feast where his like tuberculosis is acting up and he, but he won't say what it is. He's like, Oh, it's just my lungs. They'll be fine. And then <laughs> Ernest, a pre Hemingway daiquiri Ernest back in the twenties, he orders whiskey sours up to the hotel room ah. in France. And it was like, this will heal you. And so they're like trying to cure tuberculosis with bourbon, with this very drink that we're drinking now. Do you guys feel like it's an elixir? Yeah. It's my tuberculosis isn't acting up at all. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, TV is, is under wraps. What does it look like when one's tuberculosis acts up? I <laughs> I think it's a co- it's like a coughing fit, and you're dying, and you're on death's door. Huh. It's you know in in movies like in the old days 
or movies that are about the old days when somebody's like coughing and they look at their yeah and there's handkerchief spots of blood and there's yeah, blood. Yeah. I think that's a tubul- tuberculosis thing. Damn. I wrote a joke in a script one time that never got made, and I was proud of the joke where an old guy coughs into a napkin. <laughs> And then he slowly unfolds it, and there's no blood. And he goes, hey, no blood. And I said, that's pretty funny. But the script went unproduced. The powers that be didn't think so. Uh, so, Tim, you you went and you did some research off pod. And you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier on the, uh, the Supper Club thing, you went and researched that. I when this podcast is over, I you know drag to drag to garbage. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's pencils down, man. And you don't even mean the trash folder. You mean the garbage can in your apartment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, here's what I like to do. I listen to a lot of Audible while I'm jogging. So mm-hmm. that that's the you know you listen to some David Wondrich. You listen to some other guy. Mm-hmm. That, that's mainly where my and then I like watching YouTube videos. I don't like to read. I haven't touched. Wikipedia at all in this podcast was because Wikipedia, as your parents will tell you, you can't trust Wikipedia. No, you cannot. I love that, that old people just heard of Wikipedia as like a thing you can't trust. And, oh, oh. and now it's like, yeah, that's where we all get all of our information. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to Encarta or, or taking out your old Britannica? <laughs> it's funny that the same boomers that told us like, you know, for our book reports and stuff, it's like, don't trust internet sources. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the internet. You can put anything How on How to internet. do a work cited. Like, yeah, you can do anything. Those same people 20 years later is, are like, did you know that Hillary sucks child blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that I think is actually true. And that's what's yeah, so I know. Weird. It's crazy because it's in, it's in peer reviewed journals. Like, pick a side. Um, hey, bourbon wise, bring it. Let me, let me bring it back to the cocktail. For Thank God, you. What did you guys use for bourbon? Makers. I was so uh, so swayed at the uh, bourbon bar, the Jim Beam bourbon bar. I got Jim Beam. <laughs> that nice. works on you. <laughs> did you bring home a bottle from the stadium? No, I went to the store and got a nip. <laughs> you got to get that vanilla stuff. That would be good. I was going to do uh, whiskey because I was like, I have whiskey. And I said, no, no, no. This recipe calls for bourbon, baby. So... I went out, got myself a fresh bottle of Bullet. It's treating you right. I got to warn you, I don't remember why, but I feel like we've gotten some DMs that Bullet is canceled. We'll look into it. Oh, no. What am I going to do with the rest of this bottle? Drink it? I think that they, you know what I think it is? They, I think they put out a statement that they don't want three teeny dick podcasters. Hey. Oh, boy. That's another business. Well, see, I take that personally. <laughs> yeah, when you say something like that, I can't help but take it personally. You cannot. You cannot. Um, I, but I do think that uh, so, some combination between eighty proof alcohol and lemon juice that takes care of the salmonella, right? Any potential uh, you, salmonella. You would have to guess. That's if you got a little happening. egg white, but you're also putting in an ounce of lemon juice and some eighty proof. Uh, you know, that's that's why it feels medicinal. It's because there's some serious shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say that foam is staying on top the whole, I'm halfway done and this foam is staying strong. Um, speaking of the foam <laughs> and, and the egg and all that stuff you guys were talking about, did I ever tell you about a kind of a recent celebrity encounter I had what? that re- that involved this drink? This drink? You saw, wow, recently? Uh, fairly recently. And this is big. This was maybe an, uh, an A-lister. Holy shit. Wow. No, I, you didn't tell. I don't remember this at all. Well, I'll elaborate. The 
Well, you guys know about my lifestyle, how, you know, Saturday nights you can find me on the, the Sunset Strip or whatever mm-hmm. the hottest yeah. new bar mm-hmm. is. Yeah, for sure. You know, Saturday nights are are fight nights, you say. They're, uh, yeah, like, I think you're misquoting Elton John. Uh, Elton John there, but all right. Bernie Tobin. Toppin? Who's his lyricist? Hmm. Bernie. Top man. Bernie Toby McGuire. Top shop. Top shop. <laughs> um, we need another hit, Top Shop. So I was out at one of my kind of hot clubs and i yeah. was waiting in yeah. line for the bar and then it came my turn and, and i say to this oh, so you, you, know, don't, you don't get like you have a crazy night out but it's not vip service you're still waiting yeah, in line it's a lot of like waiting around <laughs> shoulder to shoulder pushing where well, you can vip like i i breeze past the doorman they know me uh-huh. but then i get to the bar and i'm standing <laughs> along like can i get a drink <laughs> i'm not at that this level fucking pisses me off i'll be honest sometimes i come home and i haven't had a drop to drink <laughs> ouch um, but one of these nights I was in line and then it kind of came my turn and I said, uh, you know, whiskey sour. Whoa. And then the bartender says, sure, I'll make that for you. Uh-huh. Reaches for, starts making the drink, reaches for an egg. And this yeah. was before I knew about the whole the <laughs> thing, thing, you know? Right. So I, uh-huh. I, was, wh- I said, whoa, <laughs> what? I said, why, why, why was, why are you, why is that? Is that what I think it is? And I said, why? And I was... Whoa, what? Why? Is that what I think it is? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a verbatim quote. I said, why Why that and what and why? And, and uh-huh. as I was having a little bit of a panic attack, I feel yeah. a little tap tap on my shoulder. I turn around. It's the weekend. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. He's, he's huge. He's huge. And... And I, I, it was in the middle of my meltdown. I, I, I'm hoping he can help me out and explain why and what. And, <laughs> yeah. and so I look at him. I'm like, the weekend, what, what? And luckily, I, I hit play a, a record on my, you know, voice memo. Oh, awesome. Sure. App. Well, we, we promised each other we would do that if we ever were in a situation just yeah, like this. Yeah, that was a pod back. That's, that's come in handy. We always say, if you ever see, if you ever bump into the weekend, you got to record him because, yeah. well, we lo- we're big fans, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I go to the weekend, why? You know, and he tells You're me, still he, at says it with th- the wise. Okay. he says, he says this. <laughs> Ooh, it's binded by the whites. Yes, that round shell, eggy food from brunch. <laughs> I said, ooh, I drink whiskey sours all night. Uh, it's all omelette inside my guts. Right. Uh-huh. Omelette. <laughs> omelette. Wow. Omelette-y. Yeah. Wow. That's cool that uh, you happen to run into a guy who drinks these all night. Yeah. But he was the, he's, like, he's an he authority, authority on authority. the subject. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this was just a regular Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it just makes it just makes sense why his voice wouldn't be warmed up at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought that too. He's you normally got that silver tongued, yeah, beautiful soul yeah. voice. This <laughs> one, it almost sounded like he started off the song is like with a full voice crack. <laughs> Watch it, Mike. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. He probably has these arena shows like Monday through Friday, and then you know on the weekend. The weekend, <laughs> yeah, Monday through yeah, Friday. Yeah. he gets to like kind of just like I don't need to worry so much about that stuff. I should have mentioned this was the morning after the his Super Bowl halftime show. So he said he oh, was that's raspy. Crazy. <laughs> you know? that, that makes sense. Exhausting. And you know, these guys they get to partying all night and their voice just isn't the same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, there was one I had one qualm. 
What? <laughs> and I turned to him. Yeah. I said, thank you so much for uh, explaining this, but, but binded by the whites, like, I just don't know, mm-hmm. like binded, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, I don't know if that's the right form of that word. I, I think you're totally right. Oh. But if we're talking about binding, and, and I was like, I just don't know if you're saying that grammatically correct. Oh, right, the it's past bind. tense of bind. Exactly. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, Tim, you might be right. And we were like, well, what, what's the correct word? And then we were both kind of brainstorming for a little bit. Like, what should he have said? What's the right <laughs> word in and this how scenario? Long that, how long did that brainstorming go on, you think? You guys are- 45 minutes tops. Sure. Oh, okay. So, the, Yeah. <laughs> Not not the whole night. But we're pretty much at a loss, and we're kind of losing steam, and then we get a little tap on our shoulder. <gasps> no. We turn around. Kanye West. <gasps> no! Wow, he's so reclusive these days, too. No. Well, he had come in from Calabasas. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. He, he was thirsty, I guess. Yeah, a newly <laughs> yeah. separated Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the thing. He's single. He's back out on the town carousing. And, and we were like... Maybe you can help us because, like, we don't know. We we're, we're like binded. What? What? Why? <laughs> what? What? Now both of you are saying. <laughs> we said what? The confusion and is just spreading at this point. Exactly. <laughs> and he's all confident and cool. He's wearing Yeezys. He looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. without batting an eye, he says this. I know you're tired of saying, of saying. The wrong word, the wrong word, yeah. the wrong we word, were, yeah. so just say the right word, no speaking this poorly, mm-hmm. just say the right word. Oh, I can't wait to hear what the right just word say is. the right word. Uh-uh, binded. All them other words is lame and you know it now. Say the real word, I'm gonna show you how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my bound, gosh. Apparently bound. Yeah, he's wagging his finger in the air saying, ah, binded. It's yep. yeah, bound. Yeah. It's bound yeah. together by egg white. Wow. Yes. Because that's, that's, if you think back about how this all started when I was freaking out, it's like, that's what the egg white is doing. It's, cut, it, it's, it's, mm. the drink is bound together by it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and by bound, we mean that the, there's a consistency throughout the drink. Yes. That is due to the thickness of the egg white. See, you get it. That's awesome that you met those superstars. I know. In the pop And that they were world. able to get you out of a jam. Yeah. Yeah. And into another jam, like a, you know, in a way. I got to say, it's like one of those moments where you just say like, I know there's a higher power up there because these guys being here <sighs> right in those moments to say what they said, <laughs> you know. That was your, that was a big moment for you. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Did you happen to get autographs? Because that's big. Um, yeah, I both. I had my autograph book on me, so I got Good. both. Yeah. Now, did 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 the weekend ever apologize for throwing you off track for like forty five minutes to an hour or whatever? Yeah, he was really apologetic. But then I said, "Dude, honestly, without you, I wouldn't even know." Grammar aside, I wouldn't even know what the egg white is doing. So you right. did help me out, and he was like. He kind of admitted that he's always, he's really good about ingredients and their purposes, yeah. but he's not great mm-hmm. on grammar and syntax. Yeah. He probably blushed and, you know, kicked his feet together and was like, well, thanks, Tim. I, yeah. I'm glad I could get you halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, here's the cool thing. I told him, 
would you do me a favor? And he was like, yeah. I was like, bring back your old original hairstyle. And he said, he'll do it. He'll, nice. He'll, he'll, oh, nice. He's thinking, yeah. Man, I would have I would have said like, hey, come on the podcast. But you oh. said, get the old hairstyle back. <laughs> no, I want that old hairstyle because I yeah. don't really like it. It's fun. It's exciting. It's a yeah. cool, cool look. Yeah, that's classic Tim. Just thinking about number one. <laughs> what he wants... <laughs> what he needs is that hair to change. Not thinking about his boys or the pod. <laughs> the pod numbers. I should have I should have texted you guys and asked what hairstyles you wanted him to have. Mohawk. Well, that would have been something we could have talked to both of them on the podcast about. Yeah, I would love to hear it from mm. the horse's mouth, but uh, yeah. I guess we'll... Guys, do we do a second round? I think so. It's a longy. It's- I, I kind of have to because... I. I have some unfinished business where I got to do less egg and I'm going to do more sugar this time. And so Ooh, maybe it's less sour. I like that. I mean, and and what am I going to do? I'm just no egg. And what am I to do? Everybody's wondering. You put the yolk in there. Do I go more white? I'm going to maybe go a little less lemon. Folks, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. And we're back with round two and our final thoughts on the whiskey sour. The whiskey. Uh, Did you guys do anything differently? Uh, No, I I just, uh, I tried to do a little less uh, lemon, but it's still, I, I can't really tell. Me too. I, I put more sugar, less lemon, less egg, and it's still yeah. pretty stiff. It is funny to do a whole egg for each drink. It's not like you do a egg white into, like you can't really well, save egg white and I do did. it for the next I one. I put it in a little cup. Yeah. Oh, there I, you go. I put one in a cup, but then I put that cup in my dirty sink, so I didn't use it again. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I did the same thing, just no egg. So this is oh. you know, another standard kind of option. Uh, nice. Just no egg. And I got to say, I miss the egg. <laughs> oh, Jeff, we'll get you back together. <laughs> well, my, you know, I, I keep chickens in the, in the house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
you know, the one I keep in the fridge. I opened the fridge door and he was like, what are you doing? Another one of these things? Yeah. His beak was chattering. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Tim, you could have also done Binded by the White. Oh, Springsteen. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Written by Springsteen, covered by... Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. Hmm. Hanford Wrapped up Han. like a deuce. That word is deuce, okay? Nice try, everybody. Um, well, is it, wait, is it time for, <laughs> were you asking me for final thoughts? Yeah, yeah sorry. I, I, I started about, th- I started final thoughts and then I talked to alts, but let's get into final thoughts. Well, but hold on before you went off on, I, I had a tangent that I wanted to go on too. Can I go on it? Oh boy. Go on it. <laughs> I remembered, uh, go off well, King. Yeah, ooh. Oh, I dropped this crown. Um, <laughs> calling, <laughs> recalling all the way back to our beloved segment one. And I know listeners always think, oh, segment one was good. Segment two, okay. I hope they call back segment one. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Mm. I was trying to think of our experience with Pennsylvania beers, yinglings and such. Mm. The night before our friend's wedding in Pennsylvania, we were in State College which is a very fun town to be in in the summer, right? Because it's a college town Mm -hmm. where Penn State is. And then in the summer, it's empty. There's Because there's like 60,000 students that are not there. And we had a very fun night of going to all the different bars in State College, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And we went to an underground pub called the the First. The First, spelled F-Y-R-S-T, I think. Yes. And do you remember the... (laughs) Just a fun bar, but do you remember the trombone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I still don't know whether we got like uh, uh, grifted or that was just happenstance, but there was a jug band yeah. playing at this pub and they did, uh, and they were great. It was like this kind of uh, bluegrass band. Mm-hmm. And before one of their songs, they handed out a bunch of funny instruments, like um, those kind of laundry scratch boards mm-hmm. and kazoos. And all St- the stuff most cowbells. people could just play. Yeah, like, bottles yeah. that you would blow on or, or mm-hmm. uh, cowbells and, and triangles. It's a fun way to get people involved. Very fun. We should do this on our next tour. Remember, I bought, I bought those fruit maracas and I always <laughs> fruit forget. Fruit shakers. Never yeah, yeah. Used them. They, they never once used them on the tour. One of these days they're going to make it on stage. But, but one of the, so one of the items was a trombone and they were mainly instruments everyone could play, but then there was also a tr- trombone in the mix. And then they're like, okay, we're going to play the song and you guys help us out. So they'd be like, <laughs> granddaddy used to play that, uh, you know, that washboard all night. He played that washboard all night. And then they point to the person in the yeah, audience yeah. that got the washboard and it was like, shh, 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 shh. And like, Hey, all right. You know, granddaddy it's the type used of to act play you would that. see at like, uh, an amusement park. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And something that would play well with four-year-olds, but we were like 28-year-olds yeah. <laughs> and it was working on us. Uh, and yeah. then they're like, uh, you know, grandmama used to play that cowbell all night. Point to the person, ting, ting, ding. And then finally they get to like, grandpappy used to play that trombone all night. And then they pointed to the guy with the trombone. And he was like, <laughs> and played Nailed a master it. Crushing it. Yeah. And we lost our shit. We're like, he knows. He was in the marching band, I think, uh, at the school. Is it possible that that was just a coincidence, or did was that their friend who plays trombone? I think that was a coincidence because the the look on the face of the band leader was like mm-hmm. uh, uh, very like, oh, <laughs> you kind of <laughs> you kind of stuck it to me here. <laughs> yeah, you're upstaging me at my gig. Well, you know, if there's a crowd of a hundred people. I would say that maybe it was a hundred people. Yeah. Odds are somebody's going to play something. 
And they were like, <laughs> Some, Who's, who, who wants the trombone? And a guy raised his hand and grabbed that trombone. And lo and behold, well, no, I, I don't even know if he raised it. Like the odds of that just being like handed to that person is uh, yeah. insurmountable. Maybe we were all grifted. It's just of all the ins- like, you know, with guitar, you could assume someone's going to play guitar or drums or something. But the idea that someone go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I feel like we, yeah, we all like truly lost our shit. And then the other thing I remember from that night, I got a cheesesteak hoagie. They cut it in half and they individually wrapped the halves. And I love that. Oh, you know, hmm. one stayed warm in the foil the whole time. Nice. Yeah. They, they, see, in, nice. in Philly, they take care of the boy. They <laughs> take care. We should move. Philadelphia. Oh, my, my final thought. This is, um, yeah. this is good. It's okay. This is probably not order again for me. No. Too sour. Eh, it's just not my thing. <laughs> I think the sourness is okay. I actually probably would... I don't know. I think it's just the whiskey and the citrus I don't like together. Is it because whiskey makes you frisky? Mm-hmm. And sour makes me dour. <laughs> oh, mm. so it's kind of a perfect storm going on over there. Imperfect storm, yeah. <laughs> um, This is an order again for me. Am I doing it all the time? No. But come on, it's this is this is one of the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the good team. It's a classic. Um, and I do like the egg, you know, uh, if if you can do the egg, if we still don't know who should be doing the egg and avoiding the egg. Um, <laughs> but if, if if you think you're an egg type of person, if that doesn't freak you out, I don't think you should be freaked out. I think the lemon takes care of it. The bourbon takes care of it. Anything you'd be worried about. Try it. It's a good, frothy, weird and guy. Just put a little dash. You don't want to sip on. One pinch of egg. I'll say since we started drinking this, since I started drinking this egg drink, my left eye has been very itchy. Uh, oh, I don't know if it's connected. I don't know. Pray for me. Left eye Lopez. Michael ah. left eye Lopez. <laughs> um, I'm, my review is this is this. I do like it, but this is the worst whiskey sour I've ever had. And I don't know if it's my fault or the IBA list, but if you're in SoCal, Go down to Musso and Frank, mm. and quite frankly, their cocktail menu reads like the episode list of our show. It's so great because all the classics are there. I had a Singapore sling, a little too juicy, uh, <laughs> but, but they have everything we covered on the show, and they make them really well, and their whiskey sour was divine. So I, I don't know if I'm fucking up or if I can pin it on the IBA. I think it's a good drink, and this is not the best version. Now the IBA, this has got to be in like the the classics category. What is yeah, IBA? Unforgettables. IBA Unforgettables. Yeah. Well, that wraps up the eggy eggy omelet drink, and now <laughs> it's time for the quiz. Are you guys up for this? Sure. I am very up for this. This is very special because I didn't make the quiz. You didn't make the quiz. But one of our beloved Patreon subscribers, uh, a.k.a. Patrons, Harglebarg, yep. uh, emailed us and said, guys, if you guys ever do a whiskey sour episode, I made you a quiz. That's great. And he sent us a link to a Google quiz that he created himself, and we said, yeah, dude. I didn't even know this was possible. And, and I think that listeners... <laughs> Run wild. The less work we have to do, if we could set this up so that we don't even have to talk every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we could outsource just like every aspect of this thing. You guys drink the drinks. We're on easy street. You guys do everything except Hanford still does the ads. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. 
Patrons only can give quizzes. <laughs> I like that. Put it behind the paywall. Folks, yep. subscribe. Why would you not subscribe? If you want to do a little extra work, you got to pay up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. If you want homework, you got to pay. <laughs> well, this is great because not all, all of us can participate. Yeah. None of us know the answers, and uh, it's a, a treat first. for all. You guys have the link. Want to open up yeah. the whiskey sour quiz, and we will yeah, just walk right through it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a little list here of the of the score. Okay, smart. Cool. Uh, it'll probably tell me at the end or tell each of us what our score was, and then ah. the winner get you know should get some scratch off money. I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess uh, Hargleberg will send in the scratch off money. Or? Yeah, maybe like a, a hundred grand of uh, scratch off money. Nice. Mm. Now I'm interested. Um, okay, <laughs> question one. Lemon or egg? Wait, is is that the name of the whole quiz? Lemon or egg? You looks like it. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. The quiz, lemon or egg, you must decide if it's a variety of lemon or a variety of chicken egg. Wow. Okay, so we're going to get questions thrown at us, and we're answering whether it's a lemon or an egg. Great. I'm prepared. I am ready. Yes, I'm prepared. Question one, Avon, lemon or egg? That, are we saying it or just clicking it? We probably should say it. We, we should discuss. Yeah, I'm going to say it sounds like a lemon. I'm going to say a lemon also <laughs> there, T. That's an egg. Well, okay, enter it. Bing, bang, boom. That's an Avon lemon. Ouch. Avon lemon. Ooh, I like this. This gives us the correct answer right away. Avon lemon. So Hanford, you're kind of like dragging. How do you feel about your chances to come back? I don't think I'm going to come back at all. I'm way behind at this point. <laughs> You're out of it. It's a blowout. Yeah. But it's between me and Jeff. One, one. I got to say, that's neck and neck. Nice. <laughs> Question number two. Question number two. Bonnie Bray. Hmm. B-R-A-E. That's an egg. Bray is the sound that some animal makes, so I'm going egg. Me too. Mm, I think I'm going to go egg with you guys. Unanimously egg. We Oof. said egg, and the answer is... Lemon. Lemon. Oh no. Yikes. Damn. <laughs> this next one's good. Next one is <laughs> the dor dorking. Um dorking is something I tend to do in the privacy of my home. But watch egg. yourself, my man. Tim. Watch it, bud. I'm going egg. I gotta go. I'm, egg. Going, I'm going egg. Dorking, I'll go lemon just for the sake of switching it up. And the answer is. It's a chicken egg. Egg. A dorking dorking egg. egg. You dorking egg. I think those are those chickens with the kind of, uh, their, their glasses have a little tape in the middle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're getting beat up by the other chickens. By the Chad chickens. By the Chad roosters. Next question. <laughs> That'd be funny if this quiz was like 30 questions long. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there were any varietals of lemons or eggs. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't gotten to Meyer lemon. That's the only one I would know. Yeah. Well, what about this one? The next question. Bush. Bush. I'm going lemon because a bush of lemons makes sense. That's a bush egg. That's an egg that fell into a bush. Yeah, I'm going bush egg. And the answer is? Bush lemon. Lemon. That's lemon. That's a bush lemon. Damn. Makes sense. <sighs> Buddha's hand is the next Ooh, one. Oh, I've seen this. Buddha's I've, hand. This is a thing that people will have in like a jar on their kitchen counter, and it's a hand, and <laughs> I'm is guessing- Is it filled with eggs, or is it filled with lemons? I don't I'm remember, but- I'm saying lemon as well, because yeah, it would I'm be weird lemon. to have a jar of eggs on your counter, unless you're an old-timey bar. It is a lemon. 
Lemon. Not unlike the car I drive. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> you went down to the lemon dealership? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is Black Star, which is a David Bowie yes. album. And a most deaf Talib Kweli. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Lemon. I'm, I'm going, going with Egg. egg. But that sounds funny. A black star egg? Sounds cool either way. And the answer is? Egg! It's an egg. Damn. What a fancy name for an egg. What did you have, Tim? A lemon? I said lemon. (laughs) I don't know if I got these points right. Hopefully it does it at the end. Next, we have Golden Comet. Ooh. Okay, because the golden could either refer to that yellowy rind or that yellowy yolk. I'm saying (laughs) egg because you think about it. If an egg shoots out of a chicken's Ass. backside and it kind of shoots across the air, yeah. hey, look pew, at that pew, pew. golden comet, <laughs> you'll say. Yeah, I'm picturing a broken yolk that dribbles out and it's a comet-like. Mm-hmm. I'm going lemon, golden comet. I'm going egg, and the answer is egg. Egg. It's an egg. Next. Oh, that's it. Thanks for playing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing, Slappy Boys. P.S. Fuck watermelon mojito Bud Light seltzer. Ouch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a hotly debated topic about the flavors of the Bud Light seltzers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't really. Did we like any of those uh, out of office back? There was one we liked. Yeah, I think maybe it was the watermelon one. Oh, damn. So the very one we liked. No, no. I I didn't. I didn't like the watermelon. I forget what the other ones were. Margarita was kind of salty. Oh, they were all, I didn't like any of the out of office pack, I remember. Yeah, they were skippable, right. but they were also not even, they were not even as disgusting in a fun way as the holiday uh, ugly sweater pack. But I think we did have one where it was like, oh, this is of these is the best of them. Well, you'll have to go back and listen. Well, now guys, cl- click on submit and then mm-hmm. you can see how many you got right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, uh, I only got two right out of nine. Oh, dutty. <laughs> and as for me, I got eight out of nine. Wow. I got six. So Damn. let's do a little math here. Two, six, eight. Which, yeah. I got to get on my calculator app here. Which is the highest number? Oh, no, you don't have to do that. Tim, don't rub it on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> or don't rub it on our beaks. I don't know my lemons for my eggs, okay? <laughs> One's yellow, and the other one, I think, is also yellow. This week's champion, who really needed a W, because last week he orchestrated the chocolate challenge <laughs> and it all went to shit. Yeah. So it's nice that old Calpy K, the T-Man himself, takes it home. Back on top with the egg or lemon challenge. Hargabarg, thanks for putting that in. That's That was great. Yeah. Good job, man. And hey, Tim. Congrats, man. Yeah, man. Congrats. That's really sweet of you guys to kind of give it up for your boy. Yeah. Like full on congrats. Like fully congrats. <laughs> like seriously, I saw you out there killing it, dude. Yeah. yeah oh, dude. shit. Would you say that I dropped this and then it was, that was a crown? Yeah. You, you dropped this, King. A crown. <laughs> <laughs> a crown. I don't know what that is. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And what was the other thing we said was on social media? Oh, yes. You know, you can check out the details about stuff like fun live streams that are happening next week. Happening on Thursday. Yeah, like Thursday, the 27th. My sister's birthday? (laughs) 
Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Later. Thanks for listening. Yeah.